This is the English 2.0 podcast. Communicate globally. Raise your level. Speak English naturally. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the English 2.0 podcast, a podcast where we go beyond the words and phrases and we talk about things like how to become a more natural English speaker, we talk about how to be a more fluent speaker, and how to raise your level much, much faster than you could ever imagine. My name is Al, thank you for joining us today. Alright, in today's main topic, we're going to continue uh, a topic that we started in the last episode, episode 22, which was called, What Makes a Good English Teacher? And so this is kind of the other part of that, the other side now, is what makes a good English student? What are the qualities, what are the characteristics of those students who seem to improve rapidly uh, and reach their goals more effectively. And so I've come up with a list of five things that uh, hopefully uh, will help guide you uh, as you continue your English journey. Now, of course, it's not a complete list. This is just um, five things I picked up as uh, I've been teaching throughout my years here in Japan of the students who uh, have improved the most effectively. So let's get started. All right, let's start with the first characteristic. I found that often my best students are the ones who ask questions. Now, I know this may seem like kind of a basic uh, thing, but you'd be surprised that, um, you know, out of the thousands of students that I've had in my classes, when I often look around the class, I see, you know, people's facial expressions, and it looks like they want to ask something, but they kind of hold it in. They don't actually end up asking. Good students, on the other hand, ask questions very frequently, very often, and without hesitating. So don't be shy. If you have a question, uh, go ahead and ask. It's, there are no bad questions. Don't feel embarrassed. You know, not everybody knows everything. It's okay. And one more thing to add is asking a question, of course, will help uh, give you understanding about the, you know, your question. But also there are a few other things to think about when you ask a question. One uh, is that when you ask a question, your teacher will see, will notice that you are really interested in learning. This is very important. Number two is that the teacher will see that you are willing to challenge your mind, challenge your way of thinking. And so these two things are really important because when the teacher sees these things, it's very likely that they will be, become very interested in teaching you and will give you more in return than just answering the question. And trust me, that'll pay you back a lot as you go on in your class or in your private lessons. So ask questions and you will see uh, more results, more benefits than you, you could imagine. Don't be afraid. All right, the second uh, thing I'd like to mention is curiosity. Or in other words, students who are curious. So what do I mean by curiosity or being curious? Uh, all that means is that you want to know something for no particular reason. You just, uh, you ha you're interested or 
hey, you just want to know. Uh, so the students who are curious, I find, will want to learn more than just the words in the textbook. Of course, that's important, but we want to learn more about, for example, cultural aspects. You want to learn more about the people who speak the language. And as we know, this is hugely important when learning a foreign language, is to learn a lot about the, the culture or cultures that are connected to it. Because that, you know, the culture hugely influences the language. Uh, so be curious about the people, be curious about the culture, be curious about anything, the words, uh, the phrases, everything. And that'll hopefully uh, spark you to ask some questions and learn more. All right, let's move on to item number three on the list of what makes a good student of English. Item number three uh, are students who take risks. Students who take risks. Uh, of course, in order to take a risk, you have to overcome your fear. And now this is a huge problem uh, for many students, especially here in Japan. Uh, but I'm sure it affects students uh, across the world. Everyone, not only students of English, students of anything. Uh, anything where you have to produce or output and show yourself in public, so to speak. So, of course, that's, that's always risky. Uh, now, the benefits, of course, are that um, you will improve quite... Uh, you, will, you will improve much faster. Uh, the reason is, is because, as I mentioned before, uh, when you take a risk and if you fail, well, that's just part of the learning process. And the, the good students understand this and will start making mistakes faster and faster, and they won't even care about it anymore. So you just got to get used to it. Take risks, make mistakes, that's fine. And you will learn faster and faster, and you will reach that uh, point of success much, much quicker. So go ahead and take risks. Don't worry about you know, being embarrassed. If you like, please check out my uh, other podcast. I think it's episode 13, where I talk about the fears of Eng uh, English. Check that out uh, for more on this topic. But don't be afraid. Go out there, take some risks, and improve much, much faster. All right, the fourth thing I'd like to mention today about uh, some of my best students are students who apply the learning alright so good students always apply their learning uh, usually as quickly as possible right after they learn it okay? so if you have a class or you're taking lessons or whatever however you learn you, you input and then output okay? those two functions okay? when you input you learn something new and then output is when you apply that learning so a lot of people will input, will learn new vocabulary, new phrases, uh, and never apply it, uh, or at least you know, they won't apply it in a timely way, and they'll forget everything they've learned. Okay, so when you learn something new, be sure to apply it, be sure to you know, try to output, speak it or write it uh, as soon as possible. And when you do that, you will see, you'll test it, you'll see right away if it works or doesn't work. You'll get feedback from the listener uh, or, you know, the situation that you're using it in. And note that feedback. Note, oh, what was the reaction? Was it a positive reaction? Was it a negative reaction? 
Uh, anyway, you're going to learn from that experience, okay? So don't be afraid. Go ahead and apply your learning as soon as possible. Right when you learn it, try to apply it on the next opportunity. All right, speaking of opportunity, let's move on to number five, which is students who create and use opportunities. All right, so as you know by now, here in Japan, I always hear the complaint or the comment that it's too hard to find opportunities to use English. There aren't any opportunities. So, yes,、uh, that is actually quite false that I found with some of my best students,、uh, good students of English. So, you've got to, first of all, get rid of that attitude and、uh, understand that it's just not true because there are many students who are. Uh, finding and creating opportunities themselves or using ones that already exist. This will take a little more creativity, but if you just think about it and you know, try to, as we say, think outside the box, you know, be very creative. There are ways that you can find and create and use opportunities、uh, to speak English. Okay?、Uh, I've listed a lot of them in episode number six, I believe. So, go ahead and check that one out for more. But just very quickly, you could start a language exchange、uh, with someone, find a language exchange partner. You could join a club.、Um, one good resource is meetup.com. You can find local、uh, groups in your area that meet not only for English, but you know, any kind of topic.、Uh, hopefully, there'll be foreigners there that will want to meet you and discuss the, the topic they're interested in. Um, those are just three quick things.、Um, you could give tours in your hometown. If you live in a place that has tourists, yeah, give tours of certain famous attractions in your hometown. I don't know. These are just some things that were, are on my mind.、Okay? So, you know, I leave it up to you to be creative. And, you know, once you recognize these opportunities, be sure to use them.、Okay? Don't, don't let them waste. And you'll see that the best students are the ones who use and take advantage of these opportunities to speak and practice English. So go ahead and give that a shot, and you'll see results very quickly. So, to recap,、uh, what I found in my experience of about 13 years now of teaching English, the most effective and Really good students are the ones who, number one, ask questions. Number two, students who are curious. Number three, students who take risks. Number four, students who apply the learning. And number five, students who create and use opportunities. All right, so there you have it. Those are、uh, my five、uh, characteristics of good students of English. What do you think? Do you have any other、uh, things to add to the list? If you do, please comment in the section down below. And I'd be happy to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. So just leave a comment below. What makes a good English student? And、uh, please share your ideas in the comments down below. And before we go, did you note the common theme among the five items? Well,、uh, they all have to do with being proactive. And I've talked about that a lot, so I won't talk about it now. But be proactive, get out there, and you will make a difference in your English learning quickly. So go ahead and do that. That is all five of those are your action steps for this episode.
So those are the five things that make a good English student. Well, we are out of time for today. So thank you again so much for watching. If you have a question or a possible topic uh, that you would like to see on the uh, future episodes of the English 2.0 podcast, please, anytime, feel free to email me, ask at lsensei.com, and I would love to hear from you. Or uh, you could join the Facebook uh, fan page that is the English 2.0 uh, community there, and that is at facebook.com slash speaknaturalenglish. I'd love to see you there as well. Thank you again so much for watching, and just remember that English 2.0 is a mindset. It is a new way of learning. It is a mindset of success, and it is the mindset of just having fun with your learning. So, you know, go out there and do it. Go out there, have fun with your learning. Uh, if it's not fun, then why are you learning? So, go out there and make a difference, and don't be average. Be excellent, everyone. Be excellent. And that's what English 2.0 is all about. Thanks for watching. I look forward to seeing you next time. Three, two, one.